Thanks for listening. For earlier access to these episodes, access to Ask Me Anything sessions, and extended breakdowns of historical and current events, please consider joining our warning premium community by clicking the link in the description to this episode. According to the lead from the Washington Post, quote, Prosecutors announced additional charges against Donald Trump on Thursday in his alleged hoarding and hiding of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, accusing the former president and a newly indicted aide of trying to keep security camera footage from being reviewed by investigators and bringing the number of total federal charges against Trump to 40. Let me read from the federal indictment. The classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, United States nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack, and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. The unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations, the safety of the United States, military and human sources, and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. Donald Trump ordered one of his aides to try to erase video evidence of the possession and tampering of these documents. Among these documents or war plans, contingencies, for what the United States would need to do if it were to have military conflict with the Islamic Republic of Iran, a theocratic, apocalyptic state that is promised through its political leaders, its ayatollahs, to wipe the state of Israel off the map over and over again. It refers to the United States as the great Satan. It sponsors terrorism and instability all over the world. And the Iranian regime has a nuclear weapons program. The North Koreans have a few nuclear weapons. Should they be joined by the Iranians, the world will become profoundly more dangerous, more unstable. It will lead to the proliferation of nuclear weapons across the broader Middle East. The proliferation of those weapons to those countries, countries like Saudi Arabia, will mean inevitably that these weapons will be used. And the use of these weapons in the 21st century means Armageddon could be at hand. What Donald Trump was cavalierly waving around were war plans. Let's be clear about something. The aircraft carrier that will launch the American planes to destroy the Iranian nuclear program, or the special operators who would jump from airplanes at 35,000 feet, none of those people who would be coming at the tip of the spear, the tip of America's spear, doing the work ordered by the commander-in-chief, doing the work of the American people, 
none of those people will be named Eric or Donald or Baron Trump. They will be America's sons and daughters going into harm's way. And their lives were risked by Donald Trump's alleged criminal conduct. Why did Donald Trump hoard the nation's most sensitive military secrets? The answer is clear and obvious. The Trump family were like pigs at the trough during their years in the White House. We may not hear much from the Princess Ivanka anymore, but alongside Jared Kushner, they made over half a billion dollars during their White House service. And months after leaving the White House, Jared Kushner, who, by the way, has free, total, and absolute reign to every room in Mar-a-Lago, was paid more than $2 billion by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund for his new investment fund, despite the objections of the professional managers of the fund and the fact that Kushner, the son of a felon and the disgraced White House advisor son-in-law of Donald Trump, had never invested a penny of anyone's money successfully ever in any type of fund. Does anybody else think that the proximity of Jared Kushner's payments to his service in the West Wing matters? Does anybody think that it might be related to Donald Trump's boxes of classified documents? Does anybody really think that Kushner was unaware of where they were? These aren't conspiracy theories. This is basic common fucking sense. This family of grifters stole as much as they could get their hands on, and then some. And the American people thus far have tolerated it. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. Donald Trump at this hour stands facing 40 federal criminal counts, including charges under the Espionage Act. Apparently, he is soon to face more charges, direct charges for his role in citing the insurrection of January 6th. He apparently will also face charges in the state of Georgia for his interference in that state's election. These are serious charges, some of the most serious in American history. Let's summarize what they are and what they will be. 
a former president of the United States will be charged with inciting insurrection, trying to topple democracy so he illegitimately could remain in power after he lost an election that every single person around him who helped him in this conspiracy to retain power also knew he lost. He faces charges for stealing from the White House the nation's most sensitive military secrets, classified, compartmentalized information that was hauled around in boxes between Donald Trump's golf clubs. Who knows whether that information remains secure or not? It is one of the greatest violations of trust in the history of the American presidency. And apparently, soon, Donald Trump will be charged for interfering in a presidential election in the state of Georgia, trying to illegitimately and fraudulently reverse the outcome. In their total, these are the greatest crimes against the American people and the American nation since the Confederacy, since secession. They represent appalling and immoral conduct. And yet, what has happened to the man who has been charged politically since the charges have been filed? He's gone up in the polls inside the Republican primary. Think about that. Donald Trump, who stands accused of 40 counts of hoarding and stealing the nation's secrets, has gone up in the polls the more serious the charges have become. Donald Trump was right when he said in 2016 that he could shoot somebody in broad daylight and his people would stay with him. What power that must fill him with. What a sense of well-being that must instill in Donald Trump to be a cult leader knowing that his cult is so well in hand that they will obey him absolutely, that his control is complete. What keeps America safe is it the size of our army or the power of our culture, the brilliance of our artists and musicians, the hard work of America's middle class, the people who build and create and make. What keeps us safe is democracy. What keeps the jackboot off the neck of the American people is American liberty, an idea that our rights come from a higher power than man, that they do not come from the whim of a political leader, from a king, an emperor, or a President Trump. This was a radical idea when it was first proposed, and it is the most important idea that has ever been proposed in all of human history, that the people are sovereign, that we, the people, decide who leads us, that we, the people, are a government of the people, by the people, 
for the people. It is one of the daring and most noble experiments in world history, and it is worth preserving. Why is it then that so many millions of Americans have grown to have such contempt for a system that keeps them safe and free? Why do so many millions of Americans support such a wretched, dishonest man who has lied to them nearly 40,000 times and is alleged to have endangered their children with his carelessness and recklessness? What is it about America's government, the system, the political classes, the media, the politics, business elites, CEOs, that the American people see and disdain so much that they would pick a grifter like Donald Trump in a desperate attempt to clean it up? Or do they just want to burn it down? Either way, the result is the same. Should Donald Trump return to political power in the United States, it will all burn down. It is all on the line. And anybody who says that Donald Trump cannot be reelected to the presidency has an absolute lack of imagination and a hell of a lot of amnesia of the last couple of years. These criminal charges are serious. They are not frivolous. What he did and is accused of doing is appalling. It is an abomination. Donald Trump was one of the 45 men in America's history who was called to raise his hand and swear the only oath that is specifically prescribed in the Constitution of the United States. In that oath, he promised to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States to the best of his ability. Those 35 words made him America's head of state, made him the commander-in-chief, made him the president of the United States of America. There is no greater honor that the American people can bestow on one of their own. The elevation of a citizen to the office held by George Washington for a temporary period of service before they return home and pass power peacefully. This tradition is our nation's great miracle, and we all watched it nearly be burned to the ground. Donald Trump does not have a majority that supports him in America, and he never will. But his minority is organized and powerful and it is looking for a coalition partner. Its partner is apathy and indifference and luck. 
Donald Trump needs some luck to win a second term. He needs a third-party candidate in the race. He needs some events in the world to go his way. And he needs apathy to join with his committed cult. He needs people who have a right to be disillusioned to believe that he's an answer, that things are so bad that Donald Trump is okay. And that is the greatest lie there is. Donald Trump made nothing great. What Donald Trump did was disgrace himself and disgrace his office, disgrace his oath, and disgrace his nation. He harmed the country, and it will take us a long time to recover from it. These charges against Donald Trump are serious. And understand this, laughing them off, pretending they aren't, that makes you complicit in putting that person, man or woman, strapped into a plane, waiting to launch from an aircraft carrier into harm's way as well. You should care about that young man and woman wearing the nation's cloth, serving the nation. There's somebody's kid, somebody's parent, somebody's brother and sister. They're America's best. And when we ask them to go into harm's way, we do it as a nation. And they should have every chance of succeeding in that mission. Their safety should never be compromised by the derelictions and the crimes of a former president of the United States who was likely looking to sell that information for a little more. Because the only thing in the end that man has ever cared about is money and Donald Trump.